This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, zero dollar delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Oh, Matt Elliott here. Yeah. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Back of the net. It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. A modern day football miracle. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016, the amazing Leicester City!
Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right there. I'm here. I'm here. Let me press all the buttons, plug everything in. My mic went down uh, earlier on uh, in the last show. And he's a very nice guy, Mike. But anyway, he went, he went down on me. I had to come out and rely on Brad to, to uh, run it for me. This is Lester Till I Die TV. You can find us on YouTube at Lester Till I Die TV. Um, Alexa decides to start talking to me now. It's one of those nights. And um, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, all your major podcast platforms if you are listening to this. And if you are, thank you very much indeed. It is the weekly prediction. <laughs> Brad, it's been ages. I've, I've been worried about you. I know, right? I haven't heard from you in oof, at least 40 minutes. <laughs> if not, if not less, I'll tell you. Uh, I apologize for the extremely long introduction there with the second video. I'm trying to give Steve time to come on, and I have not uh I, I have not he, he's read the message, he's seen the link, and we're still waiting. So as always, we will uh, we will add him on later. Oh um, wow! Man City were. I was about to say Man City were three one up. It's now three two against Real Madrid. That's a hell of a game going on. They they said earlier. I was listening to the talk sport earlier, and they were saying that we shouldn't est- underestimate Real Madrid. Everybody's Never, kind of what, saying, uh, you know, who, who thought who thought that you shouldn't underestimate the most successful club in that competition. Yeah, a minute, minute and a half in between them. It's not Benzema who's got the second goal. It's it's Vinicius Junior after Foden and made it three two to three one to Man City. So, wow. yeah, good luck, good luck, Man City. Try not to bottle that in the second leg or three one up. Well, when you look at Ch- uh, Real Madrid. And they're probably not the team that they were, in fairness. Oh, of course um, they're not, yeah. But they'll still go on and win. It's like, you know, Celtic and Rangers can have bad teams, but they still know they're going to come first and second uh, in their league. But the way that Real Madrid came back against Chelsea, when, you know, t- for all intents and purposes, they were, they were written off. Yeah. Difference is Real Madrid are away from home and showing that they can keep with with, with the likes of Man City easily. and. Mm. They're probably one of the teams that if you lose by a goal to, you still think they got the advantage if they if you go into the burnabout, don't you? It's a different yes. ball game. Yeah. We were we were on earlier, if everyone knows why me and Bad were having a joke then. We did the preview show for the semi-final of the Europa Conference League, of which Leicester City oh. are in the semi-final. Um so catch that. That's the under latest shows. 
on the Less Until I Die web, um, YouTube channel. And if you do pop over, if you haven't already, please give us a subscribe, hit the like button, and turn those notifications on as well. It'd be much appreciated. Uh, and I forgot to say that VAR is back for that as well, Brad. Uh, is it for the yes. semi-finals? I thought it was only for the finals. That I did, I did, but I think because all four teams that are in the semi-finals have got the facilities to do VAR, that they've decided that they, they will they will do it. I still think know, that's but... nonsense. I'm sorry, but it might it might sound like um, a strange point, but I think it should be UEFA's responsibility to facilitate the equipment, even if it's just you have it at the end of the season. Yeah, you have it for you, you. know, we yeah kept for just while you're in Europe, and then we'll take it back once you get knocked out or whatever. I, I think it's daft that you can have a competition and just pick and choose. It's the same with the FA Cup. Why not take that? I don't know how difficult it be. Maybe someone will tell me this is why they won't do it like that. But why is it you can? You're almost doing backflips, aren't you? In a way, if you're playing a team in the lower divisions yeah. in, in the FA yes. Cup, because you're not going to have VAR, and you might get away with some late runs and whatnot but anyway um you know well when I, I as you know i live down in pool just outside bournemouth and when i came down i couldn't go and watch bournemouth because to me that was like having an affair you know I'm, oh. I, I mean, I'm leicester and i know a lot of people down here like another team and bournemouth but bournemouth are never supposed to get into the premier league but i started to sort of go and watch pool town who were very, very good at the level they were at, which was like eighth or ninth tier at that point. They won the title for the league they were in for three years running, and they never got promotion because their ground wasn't up to up to scratch. Wow. So I mean, maybe they should maybe they should say to these teams like, okay, you're now in next season's because you're gonna know at the end of the season, you've got the whole time to, you know, employ. If you want to play in this competition, you've got to have VAR and what have you, you know. Yeah, but again, greed is greed, isn't it, mate? You know, if I if if, if that was the case, I would turn around as Paul, and I'm sure they went, yeah, but if you give us the financial reward for promotion, maybe we can do something about it. If we're not going to get the full benefits of yeah. playing at a bigger, mm. you know, it might just because it's at a low level doesn't mean the crowd intake wouldn't be more and you can afford to maybe play more mm. higher opposition and 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 you know we you see it in any leagues more common in the lower leagues granted but you you know you might then if they get into that division they might have then got another promotion or you know gone through the playoffs and then they're playing even better sides and then the revenue is even better it's not fair to stop teams having it and it's also like I said also not fair that some teams will benefit from not having VAR system and other teams won't I I, I think it's something that they need to find a way to, even if it's on a loan and it's for competition use only and not league yeah. use, that's yeah. fine. But as long as that's the rule for everybody. Because imagine if, say, for example, Brentford's ground, I know they moved, but the, the one before apparently wasn't deemed good enough for the premiership, was it? They were having to upgrade no, if they wanted. No. Which I'm sure they would have been able to sort get on, due to the off-season. Mm. But what if they'd have turned around and gone, oh, well, we can't allocate VAR? Would, but would Brentford have been the only team in, in the English... Premier League to not use VAR. No, they've been forced to do it. But why not lend it to them if they're not in the financial state to do well, so? Well, the thing is as well, any team that has qualified for the Premier League or has um, 
qualified for any European competition is going to get a hell of a lot more money, I'm sure, than it would cost them to install that. But anyway, that 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 was that was the show for earlier. <laughs> but uh, we are doing the prediction show. We're waiting for Steve. I've been chatting away on the hope that he might be coming in. Um, hopefully, well, he's not had his phone run over because I've seen he's seen the message. So just hopefully he's he's. Uh way and he's all right but this i said i haven't got it but i have actually found it this is what happened last week um somebody somebody in the north of england got a very very impressive seven last week ah yes that's that's somebody finally found his predictions brain and it, it, it paid off and had i not had a slightly biased um opinion on, on on the matter oh no 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 that's not included in the man city game is it that's an actual really good one for me i just noticed brighton's one but i was thinking when they played man city yeah but, no, uh, brighton you got the point for brighton um steve has probably had his worst week ever <laughs> well that's not our Steve, Steve is it because i reckon his highest no. is probably three points Yes. And you have closed the gap because I was eight points ahead of you and it's down to five. Oh I'm not I'm not gonna start doing a top run. <laughs> well yeah, have a good week, have a bad week, have a good week, have a bad week. I mean yeah. to be honest with you, you lost your lead, so it's probably quite handy that I'm gonna lose my lead as well. <laughs> Yeah, with games running out, you, you've got a you've got the harder job. You've got the Brendan Bottle job. You sat in you sat in fourth at the moment in, in terms of football in Carson. I'm just the Liverpool or Man U trying to sneak up behind you and take it off you on the last last weekend of the season, mate. And you Traffic. will do, mate. You, I can't even, I can't believe I caught you up. <laughs> I really can't. I, I can't. Yeah. I must have been banging my head against the walls or something too hard. I think you must have been, and and, and I do think you had uh, your your uh, your prediction swayed slightly by a, a, a South Coast team mentioning no names, <laughs> but that was last week. Can you keep it up for this week? That is wow. the question. Um, hopefully not, <laughs> but uh, this is the first game of the weekend. It is Newcastle against Liverpool. Newcastle at home, obviously, Liverpool are away. Um, and this are the this is the, the, the match information. So Liverpool, as we know, sat in second. Newcastle, they've sat in ninth. Um, so they're actually above us now, which I never thought I'd say that at the start of the season. Um, but all credit to them. Um earlier in the season. Uh, which was December. So I think Steve Bruce was still there then. Um, Liverpool went, uh, Newcastle visited Liverpool and lost 3-1. And if you look at Liverpool's Liverpool's recent games, I mean, you know, 1-1, drew with Man City, beat Watford, beat Arsenal. They're just doing... I I said the other day, it's like the, uh, you know, the... the, um, Black Knight in Monty Python's Holy Grail, you know, Liverpool, like, oh, you got a draw now, it is just a mere flesh wound, let me carry on, let me carry oh. on, and Newcastle, yeah, they beat Norwich, I mean, they're just, they are, they are a different team now, aren't they, they beat us, if we remember, yeah. where's an AFCON referee when you need one, um, it's at Newcastle, and that does make a difference, I know they always say about the 12th man, etc., but I think it does at Newcastle. There's so 
involved with the team and everything. How do you see this one going? Well, a hell of a lot more difficult than what it was looking like probably eight eight games ago um, mm. for, for, for Liverpool because Newcastle will be riding the coattails of the form yeah. they're in. They'll be just happy to go there. And, you know, you say about St. James's Park, it's very volatile, isn't it? You, mm. you know, you, I wouldn't recommend taking any children or anyone who suffers with nosebleeds uh, quite regularly <laughs> because you're quite, you, you're so far up. Yeah, you, you know that expression, all your heads in the clouds. Well, it seems, yeah. it seems quite literal at St. James's Park with how high up the away fans are. So, um, yeah, if you if you if you struggle with heights or nosebleeds or you're a young child, don't go to the game and sit at the front because you, you you'd be fearing for your life for most of the game. Yeah. But so this see, this is where I decide: do I go for to the point, knowing that you're probably going to go this way, or do I try and steal something and 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 in a hope that it, it there's a time. Yeah, what way I'm going at the moment? Yeah. Um, Newcastle have every chance, and I can't believe mm. I'm saying this, but this just shows how far they've come from it. And credit to Eddie Howe, yeah, they're it's false out, it's almost false advertisement. All these, oh, no team's done this since Christmas and stayed up. We have no team's also had about 400 million to chuck at the plaster wound that needed. But regardless of that, he's done the job, he's managed the players they brought in, they've done a very good job. Credit where it's due, Newcastle. Um. It is like early Man City days, the way they've spent the money and the quality they've brought in. It's doing the job for them. Can I see them getting upset? Yes, I can. Can I see me going, you know, can I see me throwing away all that hard work of catching Chris up last week if I go for a Newcastle win? Most likely. I'm going to go for a Liverpool win, but I'm not as confident as as I would have been because... Newcastle have had a habit of shocking Liverpool. Mm. Really so, oh, can, we, can I phone a friend? Can I ask an audience? Uh, the last <laughs> yeah, hang on. Let me, just, let me just turn the phone on. Right, yeah, give me a ring. <laughs> uh, uh, like, what, what are you going for? What you got for answering? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to... Uh, you'll I'm be ringing, hey, Brendan, what, what, what do you reckon for this game? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Liverpool, but... It's one of them games where I feel that if 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 people went across the board, if Steve was the eccentric one and went mm. for Newcastle and you maybe back the draw, I wouldn't argue with any three possible results because yeah. Newcastle with the form they're on. But I am going to stick to probably the favourite for, for obvious reasons mm. of how their season's panning out and just go for Liverpool just to nick this one. But I don't think it would be as comfortable as many yeah. may think. Liverpool, the top of the um, form charts, and this is based on the last six games. Um, they've won five, drawn one away from home. But Newcastle actually in sixth place on the form based on the last um, uh, four games. And they've won all five of their home games. But this is Liverpool. And they are relentless. I mean, you know... They, they had to grind a result out against um, Everton, and they deserved it at the end of the day. Two good goals. They deserved it. But, you know, in the first half, Everton parked the bus, um, and, you know, they said nobody shall pass, and Liverpool didn't. 
Newcastle weren't overly impressive against us. They, you know, that that was that game had a draw written all over it, and it wasn't until about the 96th minute, but they got the three points there because it was Leicester and obviously the way we're playing. Yeah. Um I'm almost tempted to go with a draw. Um Oh God! You see what what's what's done me. I'm going to be honest with you. And what and maybe we should alternate who goes first so it's fair. Oh, I don't know. Because I'm thinking, I had draw on this, um, but do I go for do I stick for the draw and say sod it? Let's just go for it. It's only a bit of fun. Or do I go for the Liverpool win? Because it keeps me, you know, in place with you. Oh, then, then the day, mate. Go with what, go with what you feel is the right decision to do for you. Just, just, just remember, you'll be known as the homework copier if you if this is how you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you. Um, something's going to have to give at the top of the table, isn't it? Man City or Liverpool? They're going to. You know, if, they, if Man City don't throw any points away, Liverpool aren't. Even if they win all the games, they're not going to win the league. Yeah, um, and, that's, and that's the thing. That's probably why I've gone for Liverpool to edge it. And I'm fine, perfectly fine for this game if you go with Liverpool because it does make the out. It makes the most sense because every everybody seems to see this situation when the front two are very very close and. I think we get so accustomed to the idea that one of them is going to drop points along the way. And they may still. This may be the game. Newcastle might pull a win. Yeah. They might get the draw. Like, um, but because one of them has just got that edge, and we know how, how you know, well these sides, how good these sides are at grinding out results, yeah. um, they may not slip. Man City may win every game. Liverpool may win every game. And it may just be a case of, Earlier in the season, where they dropped a few points, is the what is is what ultimately cost them. I mean, it cost them in the end a few seasons ago, didn't they? Mm. Where they got like ninety five points, and Man City just never lost, so they got ninety eight or whatever, something like that. Or maybe it was when they hit the century, and Liverpool were close. It could just be another case of of, of that, and that's that's why I'm just until it happens, I'm not really hedging my bets on anybody giving up any points between the top two. Go for Newcastle. The, the, oh, I don't think it'll be Newcastle <laughs> win. <laughs> I don't think it will. Um, the, the, their home win percentage, Newcastle, is 41%. Oh. Um, Liverpool away win percentage is 63%. Bugger it. I'm sorry, Brad. I'm going to have to go for Liverpool. He coppers my scores. He coppers <laughs> my scores. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, we, we, we've seen Anthony. We're uh, we're we're, we're Steveless tonight. Um, if you want to come on and play for Steve, you'll be more than welcome. Just say in the in the chat, and I can send you the link through. We've only done the first game so far. Uh, the only thing is, Anthony, if you do that, you've got to accept that. 
your prediction will be Arsenal to lose because you know that's what Steve would go for. <laughs> That'd be quite funny, actually. Can you imagine an Arsenal fan? They're all going probably to get some points. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay, so that was the first game. Uh, and I, as I say, I had started off thinking possibly draw, but here we go. So next up, um, we have Aston Villa. You see all the new graphics here. Aston Villa are going to be playing Norwich. Um, now, did I say I would go first on this one? Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, mate. You, well, no, I'm that. happy for you to go first, but if no, you want no, to no, alternate... not that, mate. You, you said Aston Villa Norwich, and I about fell asleep. <laughs> no, you, you, go, you go first, mate. You can go first. Well, I'll we'll have a bit. That's of a... Aston Villa Leicester, mate. That's what sends oh, you to sleep. Man City, Man City four, four two. Man City four two now. Yeah, they've just scored four two with just over fifteen minutes to go. Oh wow. That is a good game. Man City. Man, are Man City going to bottle the Champions League again? That is the question. Yeah, round so, one, it depends 4 2. Round would have won 3 0. Yeah. Right. Aston and Villa yeah. against Norwich. Villa are sitting in 15th. We know where Norwich are. Um, they was, Norwich was so unlucky against Man United. They really were. Well, as I say Man United, of course, it's Ronaldo United. They were very, very unlucky to um, not get a point there, especially because I got them down for having a point. Um, you know, but Norwich lost to Newcastle, they lost to Man United, they beat Burnley, they drew with Brighton, and they lost to Leeds. Uh, Villa, we know, I mean, as I say, that game, how I managed to talk for 90 minutes through that game, Villa against us, God only knows, because there was nothing going on. They drew, they lost to Tottenham, they drew to Wolves, and they lost to Arsenal, and they lost to West Ham. The Gerard bubbles burst, they slipped over again. I mean, I don't think they're going to go down, but that, you know, the, the, I think reality is hitting them at the moment. Um, yeah, uh, and one second, I'm just going to uh, send this. I'll send it to you, Anthony. Um, this, I think, is going to be one of those boring nil nils again and last on match of the day. I am going for a draw. Uh, oh, it's Bernardo Silva has scored. Um, okay, both these teams bore me to death. They really have done this season uh, for long periods. They've, they've, they've had a spark of flair, and I suppose maybe the Gerard effect has helped balance Villa's season out because they weren't doing that brilliant, actually. Uh, well, when obviously he came in, they'd sacked Dean Smith because they hadn't had a good start, and yeah. then they did kind of have a bit of a, a bit of a run. Yeah, but- then they signed. Then they signed Coutinho, and then he proved why he's in a major flop ever since he left Liverpool because he has, he that has been a very because I, I wanted us to sign Coutinho. I'm glad we didn't, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, the problem is, as bad as Villa have been, they're not in trouble. Norwich are down, Norwich are out, Norwich are down. There's only Burnley, Everton, and Leeds left. I'm sorry they're done. They've had enough chances to get their asses into gear, and they've not taken it, they've not been good enough. They've not been clinical enough. 
mm-hmm. whatever it is, they've not had it. They're, they're yo-yoing back down. And for that reason, with how... Ugh, sorry, every time I think about boringly defensive villain well, let me tell you, Let me give you some extra information here. Um... Norwich City are 19th in the form table with four points. Aston Villa are 18th in the form table with four points. I remember these were over the last uh, six games. Villa at home, their win percentage is 34%. Norwich away is 13. But Uh, I I I just feel like it's going to be one of them where there'll be a goal off someone's left butt cheek or it'll deflect off into the top corner and it'll be a free goal. And I just got a funny feeling that Villa are just going to nudge this one and it, it's going to be um, Villa that win it. So I'm going for a Villa win. You're going for a Villa it, win. Funny you yeah. should mention Bournemouth at the start of the show just while you're noting that down, mate. They yeah. were 3-0 down against Swansea. It is now 3 all. Wow. Well, I'm hoping they're coming back up, um, but I'm not convinced Scott Parker's the right manager, to be honest with you. But hey, I'm he's not convinced there. Scott Parker's a manager. Full stop. I don't know what he's done that's so impressive. <laughs> no, no, I mean, well, they, they they gave him the job. Do you prefer me to do the recent the, the form table over six or five games? Or are you not bothered either way? No, not bothered no. either way, mate. They both make for the same reading. One result. Oh, in fairness, Newcastle, the, the sixth in the form table over six games, over five, the second. But I think the six games, it's longer, so it just gives us a, a yeah. better a better time. So, um, let us move on. And um, where are we here? We are watching... Southampton, which it, it, you don't know which way they're going to. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Before, before, I've just seen what he's called himself. Uh, the sad thing is, mate, the names aren't coming up. I'm not putting the names up, <laughs> but he has called himself Steve's Loves Arsenal. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. How you doing, mate? Not too bad, Brad, and you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too Good, bad. Mate. I right, tell you what, did you see um did you see old uh, white is moaning about the uh the the knockdown as he was pushed down oh what a child yeah, oh, yeah. Child. no the thing is though if you look at it and I thought that and I said at the time because he didn't hit him straight on his head he kind of as he hit it he kind of scraped across his side of his head didn't he but then he did push him yeah, so, I said that in the stream. Yeah, you did push him, but that uppercut, you did. Did you see his tough come flying out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, end of yeah. that, I don't know what he's moaning about. In fact, I don't think the referee saved him having to get back into the ring for Tyson Fury to levered the absolute living piss out of him because all he was going to do was what? Well, what was he trying to protest that even if he hadn't got counted out and been allowed to recover, all he'd been able to do was remember would would have been to remember bloody. Mm-hmm. You know, getting knocked out again because Fury would have just gone in for the kill. Yeah, he's just trying to get another pop at the crown, isn't he? But Anthony, welcome along, sir. Uh, standing in for Arsenal hating Steve, so this is going to be interesting. Uh, we've just done two games the first one at Newcastle at home to Liverpool. Newcastle home to Liverpool. I'm 
I'm going to have to go a Liverpool win on that one, uh, Chris. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to see the scoreline or no? No, no, no. It's just uh, just who wins. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, we've all, that's a full house for Liverpool. Um, Newcastle, on the last six games, there, there, I think there, I said there were sixth in the form table. So they're on a good run. It's at Newcastle, but like, you know, it is Liverpool, this. It's, it's the yeah. thing. And the second game, which we've just done, which is one what I call a last on match of the day uh, <laughs> uh, match yeah. against 19th in the form table and 20th in the real table Norwich against 18th in the form table and 15th in the real table Aston Villa. And we just said then Villa had a bit of a um, that when, when, when Gerard started, they did sort of seem to pick up as Brad said, you know, Cortinho hasn't maybe been the saviour they thought, and the kind of settling down to where they were before Dean Smith left, which they might have to before they get better. Yeah, but yeah. Brad's gone for a, a Villa draw. A Villa oh, draw? Wow. What four, am I saying? Three. Brad's gone for a Villa win. So, sorry <laughs> to interrupt, guys. Man City 4, round with 3. Oh, wow. Good oh, hell. Have they got a goalkeeper? they got goalkeepers playing. No, but I think Man City aren't learning from their mistakes. They do this all the time. Yeah, they've been full force and probably brilliant to watch on the ball, scoring four goals, but you cannot play attacking for 90 minutes against Real Madrid. They'll eat you alive. And they're, yes, they're winning 4 3, but you're giving Real Madrid an impetus there. They should be seeing that out 4 2. Yeah, what a yeah. game though! What a game! So they'll in the second leg, but yeah. anyway. So Brad, yeah, thanks, Brad. Brad has gone for Villa win. I've gone for the draw. Which way um, are you going to go? I'm going to call you Steve. <laughs> it's going to be easier. <laughs> I'm going to go for a Villa win on that one. Right. Okay. I'm going to go for a Villa. Right. Now the Karim third Penzema. game. Karim Penzema. I call him Penzema because it's on the penalty spot. <laughs> right. Um, we're going to try and no, we're going to try and crack through these. We've been doing half an hour. And we've got two games done. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here till tomorrow. Yes, right. It is. We'll be here. For, we're here for the first kickoff. I'll tell you, Southampton. Who? Let's be honest with you. They are. They either turn up or they don't turn up. They do their usual good start and end up in sort of mid-table nothingness um, against Palace. Um, Palace are. Let's have a look. In the form table, they're, they're in 12th. Southampton are in 17th. I mean, you know, they're just not, they're not getting their act together, Southampton. Brad, I know you prefer another South Coast team at the moment, but can you see Southampton winning this one? I well, like that, that game they had against um, against Brighton pretty much summed up how Southampton can be because they were nowhere near they were nowhere near Brighton and that's not just because of my favouritism towards Brighton because of because um, my lovely other half um, but they were nowhere near they didn't have a chance they were nowhere near but then mm. Brighton did the fatal mistake that a lot of teams did towards a certain David Beckham in his heyday and that was give 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 Southampton lots of free kicks from around the edge of the box. And eventually James Ward-Prowse put one in and uh, that turned mm. the game on its head. Yeah. I'm thinking that Palace's season's done. Southampton's season's done. They're not going anywhere. No. Um, I mean, I they're 13th they... and 14th in the league. So Yeah. 
and you're talking probably like you said the same one probably roughly on the form book and, and where they are like you said they're very close and I don't I, I, I just don't see Palace being up for this Palace are one of them sides that certain players are a bit done with putting themselves in the transfer window they've got nothing to play for they know they're safe they're thinking mm. where to go on holiday which they've got more options to this year now Covid's you know <laughs> a lot better in the situation so I just think Southampton might do it. If they perform like they did in the second half against Brighton, they should win this game easy. So I'm going to stick my neck out of the line and go with a Southampton win. Oh, right. Well, looking at Southampton, I mean, they are at home. Um, and I must admit, when I do go, I do hope Southampton stay up because of their second local team that I can get to see Leicester play at. Uh, and of course, it's like home from home because it's exactly the same stadium as the King Power. Uh, but Anthony, I mean, you look at Southampton's recent games. I mean, you know, they lost to Burnley. Now, no disrespect to Burnley, but oh, I know that you know Burnley are sort of coming good, they're having a good, bit of a good run. But you know, you know, losing to Burnley this season, but then the week before that, they beat Arsenal. Is that sorry yeah, to mention I mean, that? I just had to throw that in. I of know, you did, Chris. I know, I know. <laughs> Trouble is, though, you look at it, these are, these are two teams that actually beat Arsenal. I mean, you would have never thought Palace would have beat Arsenal 3-0. No. And then, obviously, you know, and obviously Arsenal losing 1-0 to Southampton. So, I think with pa um, with Southampton being in, obviously, they'll have him advantage. But I'm sort of, like, agree roughly agreeing what Brad said. Do you know what? I'm going to put this down as a draw this game. Right, a draw. I can see where you're coming from. I mean, Palace lost to Newcastle. Um, they lost to us. They drew, but they drew with Manchester City, and they beat you. You know, we've got two teams here that, you know, are, are you don't know how it's going to turn out. But I get exactly where you're coming from, and I've got to agree with you 100, percent um, Anthony. And I'm going to go for a draw as well. Um. Good evening to Scott. Hope you are well, sir. Welcome along. He's gone Norwich Villa to be a draw. Um, he's not giving me his Newcastle Liverpool. And he's gone for Palace to beat Southampton. So just to catch Scott up there. So this, to be honest with you, if there was ever a six-pointer, this is it. Watford against Burnley. If Watford lose this... Oh, well, they're down anyway, but I think that I don't think they're mathematically down, but I think it's it, it, they might as well. They might as well. Mm -hmm. Um, looking at this, uh, Brad Watford recent results got hammered by Manchester City, they lost to Brentford, they lost to Leeds, they lost to Liverpool, but they beat Southampton. <laughs> Whereas Burnley, we'll go further out. We'll start because they 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 uh, they beat Everton, and I thought, here we go. They're going to get a a good run going here. Three two. Um, they then went. Burnley went and lost to Norwich. When I thought, this is it. This is it. Uh, but then they got a point against. Well, they sacked Dyche. Got a point against West Ham. They beat Southampton, and they got a well earned point. Uh, three points against Wolves. I mean, are Burnley going to get another three points and possibly, well, again, not guarantee survival, but go a long way towards it? And at the same time, obviously, putting nails in the coffin of one of their rivals. 
you know what? Shades of when Leicester sat Ranieri and they gave Shakespeare the role on a temporary basis. Yeah. It's amazing what can happen when you, you kind of look at it and think maybe he managed certain parts of Burnley very well, but there was a part that was holding them back a little bit because, you know, all hell was played paid loose, and rightly so. You should be remembered mm. as a legend and an icon through what he's achieved as a manager of Burnley. Mm. But, um, yeah, maybe it's like Craig Shakespeare taking over from Ranieri. I've, Watford are done. Do you know, I think, do you know what? I, I, I've, obviously, I, get, I speak a lot with Dan, uh, Dan Dan, the Burnley fan, and he said, he said this, and then I heard exactly the same thing on Talk Sport. No player has come out and defended and said, oh, Miss Sean Dyche, he was a good manager and he's brought me for blah, blah, blah. They've kept very quiet on that side. But the phrase that they're using, and like I say, Dan said this and so did Talk Sport, is that the players have come out and said, we can play with the freedom now. Yeah. And again, that kind of goes back to that old Brexit FC. I don't know, that was more to the fact that they're very British with their talent and the players they, they used to buy until Maxwell Cornet came in and whatnot. And mm. obviously, you know. Um, but they played the old hoof it football, send it up to the big lump and and they have been a lot better. And and you saw that, you, you can see that with interim managers. Now, First of all, make sure they get a proper manager in if they stay up with the greatest respect to their under twenty under twenty threes manager and Ben Me. They're doing yeah. a smashing job, but sometimes take you know, run run with it, you know what I mean? Take take the money and run, as they say, sort of thing. If you do keep them up, take the praise, take the thanks, go back to your job that you get in and, and get an established manager in. But I am back in Burnley to keep the run going. Watford are down. Mentally, some of their players are wishing they'll probably be back on on African duty and playing out there and getting picked for their sides and whatnot because they're not interested in Watford. They're about as interested as Watford as the owners are at times. And, you know, I just think they just don't know. They don't seem to care. I think Roy Hodgson has regretted his decision. Uh, and I think Burnley will continue their great escape. And I'm going I for Burnley to get out of the free. Get money. Whatever, to be honest with you, I think he just saw it as a little bit of extra pension money. Um, Fulham, we know just before we come on to this, um, uh, Anthony, and I'm going to call you Steve because I'm looking at your name there. <laughs> You've called yourself Fulham, obviously, a guaranteed promotion. Bournemouth, as Brad said earlier, they were 3 0 down, they came back to 3 3. And yeah. Forest have beaten us, as, as, as um, thank you for letting me know, Scott. Forest have just beaten Fulham 1 0. Yes, they uh, have. It's the old sort of like Fulham are up there. They're kind of taking the foot off the gas, I guess. But it's very interesting because Bournemouth are on 79, played 43. Forest are on 76, played 43. And Huddersfield are on 76, played 44. Um, and Bournemouth haven't lost in five, but they've only won one. So it's going to get very tight. Don't, let, let, let. Please let Nottingham Forest go through the hassle of the playoff. Don't send them up. <laughs> They're going to come up. Let them. Let them. Let them suffer. Let them go to Wembley for the day. In fact, if Huddersfield, if Huddersfield could swap places with them and they finish, they finish um, fourth. Let Luton knock them out. 
the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. fun. <laughs> I mean, you look at that. There's there's Forest, Huddersfield, Luton, Sheffield United, and then just in seventh, it's back. There's some big there's some big names in that playoff. It could go either way, but I'd love to see Luton go up. Um, so, Brad, you went for Burnley, didn't you? Yes, I did. Sorry to keep you hanging on there, Steve Stroke, Anthony. Um, <laughs> which way? And talking of talking of, uh, uh, well, we were mentioning Arsenal before. Welcome, Luca. Welcome back. Um, it, 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 I, I can see this being a, a, a gung ho. Let's go for it, sort of game. Yeah, I, I, I think it could be as well. Um, trouble is, though, I think their top goal scorer, well, their best player up front in the minute, Watford, is um, Dennis, uh, I, I believe his name. Mm. So, you know, obviously he's, you know, he's a very good player. He's he's fast, he's skillful, he's got a, a good eye for goal. Um, I can see him scoring, but it, it's like what, what Brad have said and, and what you've said. Um since Bernie has got rid of um, Deutsch, they, um, they haven't been p- playing too bad, have they? I think, is it, no. is it two, two wins in, in two, two wins games? and a draw? Yes. Two wins and a draw, yes. So is um, so they're doing really well. Um, do you know what? I know that's a favour of Burnley. I, I think they're going to keep on the, they're going to try and catch Everton, uh, believe it or not. That's well, they're, they're Everton at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. So that's that's what I'm going to say. So I reckon they're going to I reckon they're going to do it. So I'm going to go for a Burnley win on this one, Chris. Right. Okay. Um, and as we say that, any pops, Dan. Good evening. Dan. How the devil are you? Kids are asleep now. Burnley win. No, no other answer needed. No, <laughs> you're quite right. Well, but, uh, so far, Dan. Uh, You've got two out of three with um, Steve Stroke, Anthony, uh, and Brad have both gone for Burnley. Um, I, what did you do? It's finished as well. Man City's finished 4-3. Oh, that, that's going to be a tough second leg, that one. They, you know, they yeah. should have been going a lot more safer, especially after what they just, you know, they did to um, uh, uh, Chelsea. But anyway, this yeah. um <laughs> yeah turf says here meatloaf as faves two out of three. I, I'm I can't go against Burnley at the moment. Um like I say, I Dan mentioned it before, um talk talk say talk sport mentioned it before as well. Um, you know, this freedom that they seem to be playing with and Everton, you know, Everton have got some hard games coming up. Um, I mean, you know, let's just have a look who um, Everton's next game is against this weekend. You know, Chelsea. Won, you know, so you know, if I was if I was Burnley, I'm looking at this saying, "God, we've got Watford. They've got Chelsea." All right, I know it's you know not done on um, on paper as they say, but I'm going I'm going to make it a full house and make Dan very very happy. Um, and it's not often that Dan's had a happy ending in this mm-hmm. in the prediction show. Dan, but Dan's not, not Dan's not been this happy since Kate finally said, "Oh, go on then." <laughs> I can't imagine Kate ever saying that. To be honest with you, but uh, but no, I'm going to I'm going to go with it as well. So Dan, you have got a full house, mate. 
you have got a full house. Um, so the next game, I can kind of guess what you're going to go for here, Brad. I'll just put you down for the draw, shall I? Yeah. <laughs> Wolves yeah. versus Brighton. Um, and let's have a look at this one. Um, Brighton in 11th, but they've got the form back. Um, Wolves, they, they've kind of sort of gone off the boil a little bit. Uh, hello, Kate. How are you? <laughs> Didn't think you were in. How are you doing? No, that's what she says to Dan as well. Excuse me when he tries. Oh, 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 <coughs> Kate. No, that wasn't me, Kate. That wasn't me. <laughs> oh. Oh, I, I, I've got an answer for that, but Brad's not I know Kate's coming down this way soon, so I don't want to sort of upset her. <laughs> it was quite... Uh, I've got to give you that, though. I've got to give you that, Brad. Um, it was earlier in the season. Um, we were looking at a 1-0 win to Wolves. Um, Wolves lost to Burnley, lost to Newcastle, beat Villa, lost to Leeds. And then it beat Everton 1 0. Uh, Brighton got that draw with Southampton, like you say. Man City beat them, which in fairness is no disgrace. But they had a great win over Tottenham. Well done, Brighton. Oh, and they did a double in London. You like right there, Anthony? Uh, yes, Brighton beat yes. Arsenal 2 <laughs> 1. And of course, they could only draw with Norwich 0 0. Um, which way? Um, Brag, I thought you were going to go for a draw, but I don't think you are. No, I am. I got given the I got given the permission that that, that Man City was a free hit, but you know it didn't it didn't interact with my uh, way of going. It's worked. It's still working. Like I said, the Man City game was a free hit. I drew in Norwich, done the double in in London since I started predicting them to draw. So predicting them to draw, I can't get in trouble. <laughs> oh, coward! <laughs> but a smart coward. But a smart coward. A smart coward. Anthony, which way do you oh. see this one? Do you know what I'm edging towards Wolves? I think Wolves are. are I, I think they're due a win. Uh, I never so... like this, Steve Anthony. Anyway. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I think I think Wolves might Wolves is just clean shit. I think it'd be I mean personally I think it'd be two one but but by the odd goal. But yeah, I'm gonna go for a Wolves win on this one. I can't go for a draw again because there's i I've already got two draws in this week. Um apparently Dan can do whatever he wants to Kate. Do you know this Dan is a team... type her account? <laughs> this was a clean show until the Burnley gang turned up, wasn't it? Hello, right. Hello. Um, everybody saying hello to everybody else. Um, and good evening to Michael as well. Good evening, Mike. Doing a new show with Mike on Monday nights at nine o'clock. We're going to move the review to seven, and we've got a uh, European review show at nine o'clock with Mike and. Um, and Doug. Um, Wolves played well against us, and I reckon they'll want to put it right. Three losses on the bounce is hard, but I think they'll see the job out back at Molyneux. Um, 
just in Wolves for yeah. Uh, Scott's gone for Wolves as well. Um, Good. Apparently, Good. Mike Mike is upset for some reason. I hope you're all right, Mike. Um, is it football related? Um, well, Newport did lose, didn't they? Tonight? No, the week, weekend or whatever oh, it they was. Did. Yes, they did. Uh, they, they, they were in they, the playoffs as well up until recently. So yeah, cost know. me cost me a, a whopping seven pound and fifteen pence on my free bet that I had because I had the van winning one nil. I checked full time, they lost. Ah, that's the yeah. thing. Right. Well, looking at this game, I've got to agree with. I pause for dramatic effect because it works on uh, Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Steve. I'm going. I think it is. I'm sorry, Brad. It is a don't be sorry. Just don't come crying back to me when my draw tactic works. <laughs> now, I'm going to go for for Wolves because uh, I know she's not watching, so I'm safe. Um, and yeah, Mike. Sorry, mate. Mike's having a bit of a breakdown about the football, but hey, we've all been there, mate. We've all been there. So the next game, Leeds United against Manchester City. Brad, there's surely, surely, surely only one winner, and I apologised for calling you Shirley. I know, right? Come with my proper name, not my stage name. Um, yeah, it's got to be Man City. I said I said this about the Liverpool game, which was a bit tougher considering Newcastle's form. But look, I'm not saying Leeds haven't maybe. Well, you think they've turned a corner, and you realise they're still very much in danger. Um, and if Burnley continue their their, their revival, um, then it's going to be between them and and Everton for the last spot. Burnley won't even be in the mix come come mm. the last game of the season. Yeah, and, and I think they've got the hard one of the harder runnings leads as well. Yeah, so they'll be hoping that you know, if any Leeds fans are watching, they'll be hoping that we're very wrong with some of our predictions, giving three points to the likes of Burnley. Um, yeah, I said Liverpool wouldn't falter, and I don't see Man City falter. It's it's not like it's an it's not an unwritten rule in football that one of these two has to falter at the at the top of the leagues and. Unfortunately for Leeds fans, I'm not asked, but unfortunately for Leeds fans, you're getting absolutely tanked by Man City. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough, Brad. Don't you know, don't beat about the bush. Come out and say uh, <laughs> uh and it's... Mike, I've just called you Brad. I apologize. I'm I, I can't don't multitask you like that. <laughs> uh, okay, so Brad went for Man City. I'm just getting totally confused. Anthony now. You're of a certain age, which is probably, and I'm not being awful here, um, nearer to me than to Brad. And I know a lot of people don't like Leeds because of the old dirty Leeds tag. But I don't mind Leeds because I tell you what, when they've come back up, and no disrespect to, to Arsenal, I mean, I know you're not, but there's a certain degree of your fans and no disrespect to Mike, a certain number of Man, of Man United who feel that they are entitled to do well because of who they are. And I've never got that off Leeds since they've come back up. I've got, a, I've got a mate who's a Leeds fan and I know a couple on here and it's never sort of, we're back where we belong. You know, they were down in the third tier along with us many, you know, many, many years ago and we got straight out and they didn't. It took them a while to get out. And 
I don't think they're like that. I can't hate Leeds in the way that you know a, a lot of my my peers do. Uh, how, how do you feel about them? Uh, to be honest with you, I have watched I have watched them a couple of times. I mean, obviously, as you know, being down south, coming from Bristol, my local team obviously is Bristol City. Um, I've gone down there and watched them a couple of times against Leeds. And in all fairness, they have played reasonably dirty. I will be honest with you. But yeah, ever since they've got that promotion, they've got to the um, into the Premier League. You haven't really much heard about them, have you? I mean, their fans hasn't really been cocky or anything like that. No, and, no. you know, in that. So I, I just, I just think these United fans—they're as long as they're surviving. You know, obviously they didn't go down. I think they'd just take anything at the minute, wouldn't they? You know, I mean, yes. they haven't really done out major signings, that you know, and, and things like this and that, but. I mean, you never know. I think they might have a good season next season, Leeds United. Mm. You know, so, um, you know, all they need to do is bring in a couple of players, depending on what um, their budget is and things like that. So, you know, I, 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 they, they might not do that bad next season. So, yeah. but yeah, going back to this game though, Chris, I, I, sorry, but I, I, I got to pick Man City. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was 7-0 earlier on in the season in December. Uh, everybody's predicting around that, well, Mike's gone eight, when he's got seven or nine, he can't can't decide. Um, I don't know anybody else, what everyone else is going for at the moment. I mean, oh. you, you can't see it going any other way, can you? I mean, you know, when you look at Leeds, they're currently... Um, they're in 16th, and I thought they were out of it. I've got to be honest with you. And Leeds haven't lost in five. Um, you know, they've won one, drawn one, drawn, as you can see. Um, I don't think Leeds will go down because I think there's worse teams than, than Leeds, <coughs> Everton. Um, and I think that's probably what will keep them up. Um so I am I am going to have to agree with the and make it a full house. Uh, Man City uh, will, will will want this. Scott says it is going to be a four-one. So um, mm. uh, yeah, I, I, I I'm going to have to agree with that. And we're all three of us going for a Man City win. Um, do you want me to play your tune for you again? Oh no, it's not the right. It's the wrong tune, Dan. Don't worry. So the next game, gentlemen. Is um, I bit the right mouse up. It is <laughs> Everton versus Chelsea. I mean, we got done over by Everton because again, we can't, you know, we, we can't, we're not allowed to have dogs because we can't hold on to a lead, can we, Brad? Um, yeah, and, and there's never an AFCON referee around when you want one. Um, again. You know, Chelsea have been a bit iffy, but can you see this going any other way than an away win? Again, Chelsea kind of blow hot and cold. They're on a right run and then they go to Charity FC and let Arsenal spank four past them, don't they? Um, no, never saw that coming. <laughs> no, I, I feel like, shockingly, something that never's really, really seen um, from a Chelsea side in, in, in the last five or so years it is is a team that suffers so bad I mean they put a lot that you know they put a lot, hell of a lot of effort and hard work into the 
into the game at the Bernabeu, didn't they? And unfortunately, got undone at the end when it looked like they were going to make that turnaround. Mm. Um, do I want to see Leeds and, and, and Everton fight out last end of the season? I've got no particularly interest in either of them, so why not? As a neutral, I'm not arsed. So, you know, it might be a bit refreshing. Relegation might not be the worst thing for some of these teams. You mentioned Leeds and Leicester being in mm. League One. Well, look what's happened to them over the years since them dark yeah. days. Same with Southampton. We forget we're down there as well. And, you know, and, and uh, we were, we were yeah, down exactly. there. And sometimes it gives you a chance to have a clear out. Yeah. Come back with better players and, yeah. and make a bit more of a fist of it. Yeah, and they and they've been given the same sort of story that happened to Leeds when they went down, weren't they? Not this season, obviously, but the Leeds with the Alan Smiths and the Vadukas. They had mm. crippling money issues. And I know it's not yeah. the same, but obviously you'd imagine these finances and all the money they've pumped into it and whatnot would hit them very hard. Uh, and maybe it's whatever to need. For, for me, in the front in the Frank Lampard final, because you know. That, that's what we're deciding to call things these days when we play games. In the Frank mm-hmm. Lampard testimonial, or the Frank Lampard final, it's his Chelsea team that are going to come out on top and Agent, Agent Frank is going to seek more misery as uh, Chelsea, yeah. I think, win this one. Just, yeah. but they'll win it. Um, yeah, Anthony, I mean, Chelsea lost to Brentford 4-1. They then smacked Southampton 6-0 and I thought our 9-0 record was in. Right. And then yeah. you came turned up at Stamford Bridge and whopped them four two. Um and still some Arsenal fans wanted Arteta to help. Um, and then they were very lucky in getting a win past West Ham. I mean you you possibly saw them when 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 they played you. I mean, what is it with this Chelsea team? Surely they can't be letting the troubles off the field affecting them on the field because many clubs have had that problem, haven't they? Yeah, they have had that problem. Yeah, I think there is something going around the. Um, it's got to be in the like the changing room sort of thing, and it's not not that. It's, it's um the fans as well, and obviously what's you know what what's happened there, and obviously Chelsea um being put up for sale. So at this minute of time, it 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 it, it has it all knock knock on effects, like you know. Mm. But I mean, and it has been. It has been seen that on the pitch as well, you know. So it is all right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, I do feel for Chelsea, you know. So, but um, it's just hard. It's just hard to call it because obviously, as we know, Frank Lampard was the manager. Well, he played for Chelsea. He was Chelsea through and through. Managed them. Got sacked by them. Obviously, being the manager, very nice man, payoff, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would he want um? Would he want payback? You know, would, mm. would he like to? Would he like to beat Chelsea? You know, or you know, but I, I think he would be in that situation. He would most probably want to, you know, pick his best team. I mean, mm. if anybody knows Chelsea and the way they play, obviously it's going to be Frank. So, yeah. but do you know what I'm? I'm not. I'm not going to go for a win. I'm. I'm going to go for a draw in this one. Chris. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to go for tell a draw you, in this one. I tell you what, you can tell Andrew. Yeah, you can tell him what Anthony, sorry, Andrew, pretty different name. 
he's been watching these these shows regularly because he's given some Steve Steve Larnex predictions, isn't he? Yeah, he has. He has. There's a couple of interesting <laughs> ones coming up, so we'll see what he says. Scott agrees with you for the draw. Um, it's at Everton, and Everton are absolutely away from home, absolutely awful. You know, they couldn't score in the old proverbial, you know, ladies' room. Um, Everton at home, they win 44% of the matches. Away, they win 6%. That, I mean, a 6% win record away, you know, makes Leicester look good. Let's, let's be honest. Um, and when you're looking at Chelsea, away, they've got a 69% record, a uh, uh, win record. I like Tuchel. Uh, I don't have anything against Chelsea again either. You know, they were very kindly, you know, Chilwell stuck his foot over, his, well, his toenail over the line so that he, he couldn't score against us and it'd be allowed by VAR in the cup final. I, I'm, I've got to go Chelsea here. I can't see Everton. Like you say, that you, you have, as, as Brad said, you've got that Frank, uh, Frank effect, if you like. And I just think, I don't think Chelsea would be, be, be too much for them. I think Tuchel will have them up for this one. Uh, now then, this is where it gets interesting, as they say. Um, and I've lost my cursor. Where is it? There we go. Uh, because it is Spurs against Leicester City. And that can only mean one thing. It's time for the Daily Spurs. And I know Anthony loves this part. I love it. <laughs> 14 years, 57 days, 4 hours, 44 minutes and 20 seconds since Spurs won a trophy of any description. And I think that's going to be carrying on. Brad, it's obviously Leicester. We're away at Southampton, uh, Tottenham, sorry. Um, this will be following on from the Roma semi-final in Europe, which we, you know, it looks like is, is what we're concentrating on because it's all we've really got left to play for this season. We never do well against Spurs, do we? No, we always find a way to fuck it up. Uh, yeah. We did it last season. We did it at home this season. We always see a lot of goals when we play Tottenham. No matter what the result is, there's a lot of goals in it from one side or another, or both yeah. sometimes. Now, for competition purposes, in you know, just trying to have that little bit of a bragging right in a completely fun thing, and the fact that I want Steve to talk to me again when he does return to his predictions show, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to go... For a draw, you're going to go for a draw because I don't feel confident that we're going to win. No, I realistically, I'll be honest with you, and I'll put it out there now. I, if I wasn't afraid that Steve would come on here and never talk to me again, I would go yeah. for a Tottenham win. But due to that, I'm going to go for a draw in the hope that maybe it has the same effect that it's been having with Brighton results. 
Well, um, remember, remember, Steve is a builder, so he could end up under the patio. Well, I could. <laughs> They'd never find me either. Just out of the in, just out of interest here, Anthony. I mean, you know, the last two games in January it was Leicester two, Tottenham three, and in May last year it was Leicester two, Tottenham four. <laughs> so we can all, yeah, like you know, Brad said, there's always, always um, a lot of goals in this one, which probably means it's going to be nil nil. Uh, draw, but Anthony, I mean, as a Leicester fan, and I know we've had problems this season with injuries, etc., etc., and I don't like to keep going on and on and on about it. But every time I think we've turned the corner, we don't, you know, we 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 beat Man United 4 2 earlier in the season, we didn't move on from it. We beat Liverpool in, you know, having lost to them in the Cameroon Cup, we beat them in, in the league game. We didn't move on from it. And I just feel like now, with this little run with all the players coming back, we haven't moved on from it. Um, how do you... I mean, as you can't... You Surely, I can't... I can't... And if you do, I will clip this and I will send it to every Arsenal fan I know if you vote for a Tottenham win here. So where are you going with this one, Steve? <laughs> Stroke Anthony. <laughs> To be honest with you, Chris, I, I know what you're saying. I mean, we know what um because obviously all watching the your channel and all of that as well. Mm. You know, you you've you've sustained is it 14 players out injured all all, all this yeah. season, and you know, yeah. I mean, Rogers has actually had to um do our job. I mean, bringing relying a bit on youth players in that, bring them into the team. Um, you know, swap players positions around just to get something good at this team. But um, it's like what you said. I mean, obviously, you beat Manchester United, you beat Liverpool. I think mm. that that was that comes to a real surprise when you beat Liverpool one nil. Um, but obviously, it was good to us um, as well. <laughs> yeah, it was a good yeah. scoreline. And, and to be honest with you, Brendan did have his tactics pretty much spot on on that one. Mm. Um, I know you're missing Vardy at the minute. You well, know, he's when, back, possibly back. Well, he is back tomorrow, apparently. He's back, is he? Yeah, he will play against ten in Villa. Yeah, sorry, Chris. Yeah, no, no. I'm just thinking if he, but if he does play tomorrow, I don't think they'll he'll play on against Spurs. To be honest with you, if he does, it'll be it'll be a cameo. Job, yes, yeah, agree, oh, right, agree, okay. Brad. Totally, yeah. Right. Well, I hope he plays it all game. And for me, I, I, I. Do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a Stephen here because we're we're in the same trade, me and Steve. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go for a Leicester win. I'll go for a Leicester win for him. Well done. Only because you don't want to be on a Leicester channel as an Arsenal fan saying you think Tottenham <laughs> will win. I know you, Anthony. I know what uh, what it's like because you know that I would never let you forget that. If no, you did. <laughs> okay. So the next game. Um, oh, interesting. Now we'll come to you first, um, Steve, for this one because it is obviously your team. Uh Arsenal are taking the short strip strip, the short trip uh to uh, the London Stadium. And they are going to be playing West Ham. Both these teams, and I don't think you'd, you'd, you'd argue if I said both these teams have had up and down seasons. 
Um, you know, you started off really badly. I thought you were doing, you know, you know that Arteta was going to host, you know, BBC's Pointless for a few games. It then came good. You got up to fourth. And I said, you know, Arsenal could do this. It's theirs to lose. Yeah. And you did. <laughs> We've not lost it yet, obviously. But you then you but then you've got it back again now. West Ham started off so well. Uh, and I love the fact that all these teams that accused us of bottling it last year are now bottling it themselves. Arsenal, West Ham, <coughs> Tottenham. Um but, Man United. Yeah, and Man United, of course. Yeah, Man United. Sorry, mate. Um I don't, I don't know. I know which way you're going to go, but uh, I'm going to be interested when it comes to, to Brad and me. You, you're not going to go against Arsenal, are you, uh, uh, Anthony? I know. I thought I just filled Stephen's boots in for tonight, but do you know what? I can't. I, I can't go against my team. But with me not going against it, if if it comes in, then you know. No, 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 no. I have written this down, and I appreciate what you're saying there. I don't know if you can see that at all there, but no. you're, you're you're the column on the on the right, I think, on the end, and I've had yeah. to write you down as West Ham, I'm afraid, because you are standing in for Steve. But it is noted that that was not you. You went for an Arsenal, but uh... I'm gonna, yeah, it depends. If um, I got to be honest with you, um, when we beat Manchester United in the last game. Um, there was um, um, our star player Saka. He, he had to come yeah. off, so I'm not too sure if he's going to be out of this game. I, I I don't know how bad the injury was, or it was it was in his leg. I don't know if it was like a, a tweak or something he had in his leg, but he did come off injured. Um, if he if he's playing this game, I'll go. I'll I'll go for Arsenal. Oh, yeah, sorry, I'll go for Arsenal win. You're going for it. well, of course, but officially. It's a West Ham win that you've gone for. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Again, I can't do it, can I, Brad? I've got to. No. We know what Steve would go with this one. But no, but but, nev but never fair, Anthony. What Chris will do is he'll write your scores down the side with the actual predictions, and you'll probably find out you'll already have more points than Steve's got this season. Bless him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brad, what are you saying? <laughs> Calm down, Will Smith. <laughs> so, um, Brad, uh, how do you see this one? Well, we we obviously people don't know. Spent oh, by the way, minutes. I just realised I didn't actually. Sorry, I didn't, didn't actually uh, see what I was going for in the Leicester Spurs. No, <laughs> I've oh, gone boy, Leicester. boy, no points for that. Sorry, no, no points. <laughs> I've gone for Leicester. Good man. Sorry, um, anyway, you're saying, Brad? Yeah, I said in the preview for the Leicester Roma game, didn't I, Chris? That that the Roma actually have a lot more to play for that might benefit Leicester in terms of their league situation being very precarious. And it's funny that Mike says that West Ham haven't got anything to bottle. Um, mm. West Ham have, is that 51 or 52 points? West Ham have got, let me just go up the table, 52. Yeah, but they've the, lost, the, won, lost, drawn, lost. The, the, there's an East Midlands team on 49 points. Um if you're saying they've got nothing to bottle, they'd have dropped all the way from fourth out of Europe this season. Yeah. West Ham are in just a precarious position like Roma. 
They're not secured of Europe at all. They've got a very difficult two-legged tie, just like we have. Oh, that makes more sense. Man United are just just Man United. They're not. They're they're they're, they're in their own brand of bottling. Because um, I was going to say West Ham are really bottling it in, in that in that sense. I mean, again, sense of achievement. What were they expecting this season? I don't think they actually are. I think we're just using it as a phrase because of the league positions. But West Ham could end this. I've seen three. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm doing it to Mike. He's a Man ah, United right. fan, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. But yeah, I actually think that West Ham, again, expectations, what were they expecting this season? I don't think a lot of people have them there. Mm. Maybe they'll be disappointed if they do finish outside the European spots. But Arsenal in a way, they're just starting to get good and we all know what happens when they start to get good. They lose to Southampton and Brighton, respectively. Mm. They, you know, they have them results in between. Yeah. Problem is, whilst I don't see them winning this game, I don't see them losing it either because West Ham uh, don't know which competition to focus on. They're both, mm. they're wanting to be in Europe next season, clearly, and they want to try and do it both ways. And in, and in the end, they could end up throwing it away both ways, depending on how their semi-final goes. So I'm going for, I'm going for a draw. I'm going for a draw between. Well, Mike did not know the difference between um, West Ham and Manchester United. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. So, sorry, but I love my new toy. I love my new toy. Uh, Mike said Arsenal uh, had to cheat to beat us, Anthony. Enjoy getting destroyed in the Champions League. Um, I've got to agree with you, Brad. And I'm, I'm sorry, Anthony. Uh, this is this is this has got draw written all over it for me. Uh, neither team are consistent, yeah. you know. And uh, I know you've had a couple of good wins, um, Anthony, of recent. But I just I, I, I can't I can't say I, I just think like you say you, you're not consistent enough to get three wins on the trot at the moment. Um, so I've gone, like I say, for a draw. Now then, Michael, the next game, Manchester United versus Brentford, which can only mean one thing. It's time for the Daily Manchester United. How long since Manchester United have won the Premier League? And don't you laugh them? Arsenal might be coming here, <laughs> Anthony. It's yeah. nine years, six days, 22 hours, 27 minutes and 13 seconds since yeah. Man United have won the Premier League. Yeah. So we know that this season's not going to be any different for them. Brad, Man United are at home. Um, their form, if we could say, look at the last six games, Man United on the form table, the sixteenth. I mean, you know, I'd they'd be probably they'd probably be bottom if Norwich had found an equaliser. Jesus Christ, that's yeah, incredible. that is. Uh, well, they'd be on, yeah, they'd be on five then, so they'd probably have dropped down mm. a couple of places. But I mean, 
no disrespect, you, you wouldn't look at that and say Man United are going to be 16th on the form table, you know. And they're up against a Brentford side who are fourth in the form table. Now, <laughs> it's, it's at Man United. Oh, sorry, sorry, we should give them the proper name. Uh, Manchester Ronaldo United. Um, can, can you see it's getting even worse for Man United, Brad? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sorry, I don't care that they've appointed him now or whatever the weird thing is. Um, it, no, 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 Mike, it's just Brentford. It's not Brentford United. They're called Brentford. Um <laughs> Nah, um, honestly, I can't. Honestly, I can't. It's like, I think it's utterly, utterly, utterly pointless. You know, I, we said, didn't we? I, well, I, I more said it than you, Chris. But how, how bad do you have to be as an interim manager to get that to be for for the board to be that desperate to get you out of the hot seat that they officially announced that there's a contract agreed and he's in charge or whatever? I haven't bothered reading it because, believe it or not, every day up until then. Man, Man United were recycling it just the 985 times a day. I got mm. sick and bored to death of seeing tweets about Tan Hag, Tan Hag, Tan Hag. Go and sort yourself out in the bedroom and get it out of your system. You've got him now. Well done. We get it. You've only been saying it 900 times a day since it was fucking made. It's embarrassing for a club to Mike, get so Mike excited. Says here, Mike says here, Brad, he says, um, and, and obviously they use the phrase living rent free in our heads, but he said, I love how much. Rival fans are so invested in us. The thing is, Mike, you know, it's not that we're invested in you. You're just pissing funny at the moment. You hey, know, we look at you and we can't look at you seriously without laughing. Uh, so that's why, um, you know, we, 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 we talk about Man United so often. Yeah. Because it's funny too. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious even to Man United fans. The other day, look, Ten, ten, um, ten Hag needs a summer, he needs a transfer, he needs to clear out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Rad, Rad, I, I agree there with Mike, because Radnick is not a manager job. He was offered this as an interim mm. to then go upstairs. I understand. What I'm saying is, Ten Hag can't do anything to this team. It's FC Ronaldo of Manchester. Let's face it, it is. It's the only reason they're doing any well this season. In terms of quality up front, they've had a mess. They had that horrible, disgusting incident that I shall not talk about with a particular player who should never, ever grace football again. They've had turmoil after turmoil, wherever they've turned. Nothing seems to have fixed it. Mm. Ten Hag's effect won't kick in with bloody four games, five games to go, whatever it is. It just won't. It won't get better. It'll get worse before it gets better. I don't think he's coming in with those four or five. He's not coming in until the end of the season. Is yeah, it? well, again, so we can't really affect it either way. It's just a guy. So they just announced me, it, you know. Yeah, they've announced it, whatever, but he still won't it won't affect anything. He won't be able to affect no. anything directly because they still have to do it. Well, he's still, he's still Ajax manager at the moment, so yeah. there's no way no. that they would be happy on him spending time sorting Man United out. I think they've yeah. just announced it now saying... You know, we we we, yeah, we we are getting him. Yeah, like it was the world's biggest secret. Get over yeah. yourself. You're not the so biggest. Is this a Man United not... or a Brentford for you, Brad? Brentford, mate. Brentford are going to win it. Brentford. Brentford are going to win this comfortably. I mean, 
Anthony, for me, um, it's just it isn't Ragnit, Ragnit's fault. Even he was, you know, he was given a huge hot potato. Uh, I just think it it shows how far Man United have dropped. And I know I sort of say, you know, Man United now are what they were pre Alex Ferguson, which was not, not after the Busby Babes, obviously, and after sort of you know uh, Busby's management management tenure. For years, when Liverpool was strong, Man United weren't. They were like Arsenal are now, if you like. They won the odd cup now and again, and that was it. They even got relegated. So pre-Fergie, Man United weren't anything. They've gone back to that. And I think for Man United, this holy grail is that, they, they, again, they want to be um, successful, the same as when they had um, Ferguson there. And they're not going to. Ferguson was a one-off, you know. It's like you know, like Wenger. So, I, I, what gets me is though, is how badly they are run. And yes, it is, um, you know, the Glazers. We know the problems. We know they're bad, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But maybe this will be a wake-up call to the Glazers to say, you know, we've got to sort of. Put somebody in there that kind of maybe knows what they're doing, which we thought was probably going to be Ragnik. But to me, you don't, you know, you, you, you they've got to give, they've got to give Ten Hag time. They've got to sort of look at, um, you know, they, they can't sort of, you know, they, they, if they're going to invest. Like us with with with, uh, with Rogers, they've got to give it four or five years to work its way through. Because he's got it isn't the case of just sticking a plaster on there. He's got to give major surgery to that club. And I still yeah. say a lot of this is, in my eyes, quite a bit of it should be taken blame should be taken on by Alex Ferguson because when he got out of that club, he knew what he was doing. He realised the number was up with that team, and he'd rebuilt it two or three times. And I don't think he could. He, he was. He could do it again. And he gave Moyes probably not the best Man United team there was. And then they went through managers trying to get it because you know that's what Watford do. So Man United thought they'd try it. And then he gets Solskjaer. Solskjaer comes in, um, and he does. Um, yeah, mate, no problem. I've, I've, I've got it, Brad. Um, Solskjaer comes in. He unites the dressing room by the look of it after Mourinho. They've got him temporarily from a Norwegian club, and he'd never done anything in this country, um, you know, apart from take Cardiff down. What did they do? They gave him a temporary contract, then gave him a permanent contract before his temporary one was up. And let's face it, it was still there with the temporary one. So why why didn't they wait? Um, they then, you know, th this is what this is supposed to be one of the biggest clubs, if not the biggest club in the world. And yet they've had to go and get a temporary manager who is only there. Well, obviously temporarily, you know, and he's going up the season. I, I've got to go Brentford with you here, Brad. And I just think Man United. I just. <laughs> It's major surgery is needed. Sorry, um, Mike, but I, I think you're going to have. I think it's going to be worse for you before it will eventually get better. 
Do you agree, Steve, or your thoughts on it? Sorry, I went off. I went off on one there, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Chris. Do you know what? I understand what you said, and you know, and technically, everything that you said, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. I mean, obviously, it's like with, with um, obviously both Man United and Arsenal. You know, they're they're not going to get another Alex Ferguson. It's like us with Arsene Wenger. We're not going to get another Arsene Wenger, but. But to be honest with you, it's like what you said. Um, when they, I mean, David Moyes was thrown into deep end. Um, you know, obviously he wanted the job, he got it. You know, and fair play to him and that. Um, and then he was sacked. Went to West Ham, didn't do much at West Ham, got sacked. But he was given a second chance at West Ham. I love what he's doing at mm. West Ham now. So you know, yeah. sometimes he, you know, it does make sense for managers to come back in for another second chance if you want to give them the second chance that is but going back to Man United I mean I go on this with you the way they are now is absolutely disappointed because I mean they, they, they get the temporary manager um, who I personally think the players do not really that much like or understand him within his tactics his philosophy and his style of play. I don't think the Man United uh, players understand that. They don't understand it. His, his style of play at all. And for getting Radnick in for a temporary manager, I don't know why the hell they got him in. I mean, look at his CV. Bring up his CV on Google. If they do, it, it's, it's nothing. It's really, it's, it, it's absolutely hardly nothing at all. Maybe one or two trophies, if that. Mm. Now they Saxony going to Sushkar. I don't know why they sacked Ollie because I think personally now the way they're playing now, they just might as well have kept him and got rid of him at the end of this season. Then obviously employ Ten Hag and what they're doing. Ten Hag comes in next season. He's going to need time. You're right there, Chris. He's got a mm. few things to do so out of that squad. Mainly with Manchester United is mainly in the uh, defence area and the um, the DMs that they got there, the de- um, defend- defensive midfielders. They need to sign one there. Mm. Um, so they're missing. They, they, they're, they're left backs and right backs, as far as I'm concerned, ain't that great. And I think they need a strong um, centre back as well. Because I look back on it and I think you, Leicester City, have the best deal with Harry Maguire. Yeah. Let's be honest. 80 million. I mean, blimey. Uh, the way Harry Maguire's played at the minute, that I, I personally think he, he's, he's along the lines of a championship player. Personally, we he was good when he left us. He was a you know, I still is an England player, yeah. obviously. You know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> David says, uh, um, yeah, Mike, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and love up Man United, it's a Leicester channel, you know, um, and and it, it's just funny because man, most Man United fans, and I'm not necessarily including you in this, Mike, but most Man United fans aside from you. Um, are very much up their own arse, and we you know we should be doing better than this. And here's I don't know if you'll be able to hear this or not, but this this to me sums Man United up. If you know Mike Gold, I think it's Mike Goldridge who does um, uh, uh, the, the Man United watch alongs, he's always on TikTok. This. Oh, shit! They bloody scored! 
<laughs> I mean, that, that to me, in that one sentence sums up Man United. Um, but, you know, Man United will come good again. Um, you know, Liverpool, they were bigger than Man United were pre-Fergie. Uh, and it all sort of went wrong for them. But they, it took them a long time to come back. Um, and Man United will come back. It's just a case of when um, and whether you need new owners to come back because, you know, your owners, and, and you're the same with your owners, they probably don't have much of a clue what's going on at the club. No, no, they don't. And to be honest with you, I, I've noticed that with, Amer um, is with Man United and Arsenal, I don't know whether I'm seeing the right thing here or not, but it seems like, because obviously we're both American down, you know? And I, I don't think he's, um, I, don't, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's any good, to be honest with you, to be owned by uh, Americans. I'm not, I'm, I'm not too sure. I mean, the Glazers has proved it at Man United and the Cronkies has proved it at Arsenal. But, I mean, you, you look at the, the Cronky family of you know that owns ours. I mean, his wife owns Walmart. It's together they're worth around about twenty billion. If you add his money up and and his mm. wife's money up, they're worth twenty billion. But they wouldn't mm. inject it into the they wouldn't inject it into the team into Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, we were lucky to to. I mean, we were lucky to have one hundred fifty million to spend this season at Arsenal. You know, that's the most we've ever spent. So. You know, it, just, it it does it does make you think, but I mean, going back to this game now, obviously I've got, I don't know, I mean, what would Steve give? He must probably say Man United win, wouldn't he? I don't know because he doesn't really say much about Man United. Um, so I'm I'm not I'm not sure. Brad's had to go, by the way. But thanks very much, Brad. We got all your uh, you can't your, your votes in. So all the best, mate. Um, I don't know. It's it's like I say, it's how you feel, you know. With this yeah. one, there's only there's only the Arsenal and the Spurs games that we insist. You know, that's what he he's got to to you know. You have to go for those. But no, it's whichever way you feel. Do you know what, um, Chris? Put put me. Put me down for a draw on this one. Put you down for a draw. Right. Yeah, put me down for a draw. Yeah. I mean, um, doo -doo -doo -doo. hang on one second. Okay, uh, so I've got you down for the draw. I mean, Mike says here, man, yes, Man United will come back and win it again. 100%. Football does go in circles. Like I say, Liverpool were the top dogs, and then Ferguson and Man United came along. You were the top dogs. Then Man City and Chelsea and what have you started to come along. It does go in circus, in circus, mm. in circles, and you will win it again. But the question is just, just how long? And to be fair, Mike, you know, what you should do is, yes, everybody hates Man United, but ask yourself why everybody hates Man United. People hate Man United for two reasons, in my eyes. One of them is the fact that, yes, some of your fans, and not all of them, and not yourself, Mike, but some of the fans, like that Mark Goldridge, you know, you, they are up themselves. Arsenal have them as well. Even Leicester have a few, you know, let's not, let's not, you know, f forget that. Um, but yes, because you were successful, as you say, that is why everybody hates. Had you had a couple of years' success uh, and, and won, you know, here and there, 
No, we wouldn't, but you were the best club. And I've got to say, all respect to Alex Ferguson and all respect to Man United. When you were under Alex Ferguson, you were, as annoying as it was, you were the best team. You won a couple of Champions League. You won the Club World Championship. You were a brilliant team. And whenever anybody gets up there, in Britain, we like to knock people down again, don't we, Anthony? You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. the British way. <clears throat> and you but will yeah. come back. Oh, I mean, look at <clears throat> Arsenal. You know, I mean, if, if, they, if Arteta gets the time, he will rebuild Arsenal. Yeah, he most probably he, he he most probably would build Arsenal, but I mean, you, you compare the length of time when I the last time Man United won the Premier League to the length of time I Arsenal has won the Premier League. Mm. Now you know we 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 had, last time we uh, won a Premier League was like two what two two thousand and what Arsenal, Three? yeah. Um, um, I can. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll have a Google. Carry on talking. I'll have a Google. <laughs> well, I know we beat Man United, at the, like you know, in the um, FA Cup final. I mean, that was back in two thousand and five. But I mean, it's you know, it's just it, it's things like that. I mean, we. I mean, two thousand and three, four, mate, was when the last time yeah, we won the Premier League. Three, yeah, two thousand three. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, and um, I got to be honest with you. I mean, you you, you look at that. I mean, for the length of time that we have, and, and compared to the length of time Man United, we know what Man United feels like, but we've had it for longer. So, you know, I... I, I Liverpool mean, had it for 30 years, and look at yeah. them now. They have got so, so impressive now, you know. And like I say, Mike, it's football. We all hate other clubs. We hate other... I hate Nottingham Forest. And I hate them, you know, if, if, the, if they won the European Cup twice and they come back up, I'll hate it. But, you know, respect to when they had Clough there and they went on and won the two European Cups back-to-back. Respect to Liverpool when they were winning it virtually every other season. Um, you know, and that's, like I said, that's why people don't like the, 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 you know, I think as well, and it's not necessarily um, the fans' fault, this, but it's been built up to have this big six, you know, and it... It's Sky that have done that. Before Sky, we never had the big six. No. And, I mean, Daniel says there, I sorry, just say, I hate Derby, but I hate the way the uh, left treat them. I hate Derby, and I was pitching myself laughing at the fact that they went down, but I'm very pleased that they didn't go out of business because I wouldn't wish that on any club. You know, we've been there ourselves. No, no. But, you know, um, I forgot what I was saying now. What was I saying? Do you remember what I was saying? <laughs> My mind's gone. <laughs> yeah, you were saying about the teams that you hate, which was Forest, and yeah. um, you know, and obviously Derby as oh, well. Oh no, that was it. Yeah. So you've got, you've got. I say before, before Sky, there was no big six. Mm. Sky have come in with this big six, as you say there, David. It's Sky. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm getting old. Me, you know, my memory's going. Um. And it's not necessarily the big six on trophies because Huddersfield have got more top flight wins than, than Tottenham have. Um, it's the big six on audience worldwide. That's why they're the, the big six. And it knocks the other 14 teams off in the Premier <coughs> League. 
Now, let, let you know, if if Leicester were playing, I don't know. Let let's say if Leicester were playing um, Aston Villa on 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 Sky, the match that was then following us was the North London derby. All Sky would talk about would be the North London derby, even before our show, even before our game on our show, they would be talking the North London derby, and it's that that really, really annoys other fans. But that's Sky. That's not the fans. That that that's Sky. But um, but we've, we've we've gone off on a rant again. We've gone off on a rant again. Just um, a bit. <laughs> hey, Anthony. Thank you for. I'm sorry I had to wipe your Arsenal win off the board and put it to West Ham, but you know, you know the rules when you when you stand in for Steve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, but it is. Um, yeah, those are the predictions. Um, we're going to be back on Thursday. I'm thinking about doing a watch along for the Roma because I might be less nervous <laughs> talking to somebody while it's on rather than. Uh, than sat there on my own watching it because my son's broken his arm so he can't drive so uh, yeah. and I can't go to his because I've got to come straight on and do the post-match show anyway but good luck to West Ham um, good luck to Everton um, Manchester City you you know you, you should have held on and gone back with a bigger lead to take to yeah. Madrid and good luck to Leicester we're all in Europe this season I hope they all do well and um Whatever your team is, all the best to them. Anthony, thank you very much. Um, okay. Tell people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at my name, Anthony Herbert. You can find me on SVT TV, Football United TV, and Dugout Daily. And of recent is this channel as well. But if you haven't clicked, liked, and subscribed to this channel, Lesser Till I Die, Chris's channel, make sure you do. Because it's a good channel and it's got good content. Brilliant. Thank you very much, young man. You are you are becoming a regular on here, aren't you? I and am, it's, a, yeah. it's a pleasure to have you. Uh, it's <laughs> nice to be on, Chris. But I just want to say one thing as well. I just want to wish Leicester good luck in the um against um against Roma because Leicester is one of the yeah. teams that I tip to get into the final. Uh Leicester and Marseille final, I reckon yeah. it might be. To be honest with you, I've always wanted English teams to do well in Europe. Yeah, I have. You know, and yeah. I remember watching um, the famous Man United Bayern Munich final. Mm. And when Solskjaer got that goal, yeah, literally I was feeding my baby son a bottle of milk. Yeah. And it literally went everywhere because I was that involved in it. So, yeah, yeah. You, you've got to want English clubs to do well. Because I mean, it would be great if it's Manchester City or Liverpool, West Ham and Leicester winning on the trophies. In, in the one year to have three English winners would be amazing. It would be, yeah. I mean, because I, I predicted in the Europa League, I think it's going to be, um, I reckon it'd be a West Ham and Rangers final because Rangers are they're doing fantastic in that competition, aren't they, in the Europa League mm. in a minute? So, yes, that's, yeah, that is so, one thing but, I do find hard, though I must admit, is giving any love to Scottish teams because they wouldn't mm. give any love to us. <laughs> it yeah. is that that rivalry, and I'm not Scottish; yeah. I'm English, so you know I can't. Yeah. Uh, I, I I would be happy if Rangers got knocked out. I'm not going to lie, but I do hope West Ham <laughs> come out on top. You know, yeah, I Anthony, do as well. Yeah, mate, thank you so much. 
Um, yeah, Sorry, and, and David says there, uh, I agree, Chris, when it comes to European competition, we are all Englishmen. David, yeah, yeah I've not seen you before, David. I hope you are well. Um, I noticed you on, on Facebook, but if you want to nip over to um, YouTube, it's Lester Till I Die TV. And do this. Give us up. Oh, there we go. Give us a subscribe, smash the likes, and also ring that notification bell. Thanks very much, Anthony. Have a safe one, mate. Take care Thank of yourself, you, and I will see you soon, probably. Especially if White and uh, White and Fury have a rematch. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take care, mate. All the best. Cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, Brad had to go. Thanks to Brad and. Um, Steve loves Arsenal stroke Anthony. Thank you for coming on and standing in for Steve there. As you know, anybody that watches this regularly know that we cannot, whoever stands in for Steve, if he can't work, make it because obviously he's working. He may have been called out on an emergency uh, and he's got to go. Uh, whoever stands in for him, you, you've always got to go against Arsenal and against Tottenham. I'm sorry that's Steve for you. What can I say? Uh, thanks to everybody that was in. Thanks to everybody that was in the chat. And uh, take care. And I will see you on Thursday. Fingers crossed for the European semi-final. I am bricking it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I am no. I might just sit on the toilet and take watch it on my phone and, and cut out the middleman. <laughs> It'd be easier. Cheers, mate. All the best. Take care, everybody. I'll see you. Thanks for watching, and thanks if you've been listening on podcast form. Thanks for listening as well. Goodbye now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye, and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
Uh, participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.